Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, when we started the Flyover Conservative Podcast in January of 21, we were highlighting the problems we were seeing in the in the world and that we shared with most people that we knew. We didn't see answers being uh, uh really delivered by uh, those in charge. Mm -hmm. Mainstream media just simply showed a death ticker and they were kind of in favor of it. But we were meeting doctors that had 10,000 patients with no deaths and very confident how to treat it. And uh, uh, we're like, why don't they interview these guys? And they were Mm -hmm. deplatforming people that had common sense answers. And then it kind of expanded. You see that in the border. You see it in business. You see it Mm -hmm. in a lot of areas where most people would look at something like, well, why don't they do this? But those in charge can't seem to to figure it out, and I I kind of came into the podcast world with this 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 feeling of like oh wow somebody was oh, an elected official wow. they were the this or they had this title I'd be like wow that's amazing, uh, and in three years that's been totally totally smashed and I think a lot of people <laughs> uh, watching this you probably relate you feel like oh if you're disappointed disappointed you know there's mm-hmm. categories if your daughter brought home somebody they're dating and you're like well, what's he do for a living well he's a politician and you're like oh. oh could you find a nice biker or or something <laughs> respectable? What are the neighbors, you know, going to think? Because there's just one steady flow of disappointment, one after the other, regardless of the initial by the name. And that's why when somebody comes along and they're doing the right things, yeah. they're standing up, they're in it for the right reasons, not personal gain, but they actually have their head wrapped around this concept of, I work for the people that voted for me. I am their employee. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, this elite self-ordained ruling class there and they serve me and I can be enriched by the process. I actually work for mm-hmm. these people. We have real problems in our world that I think I think there's a unification among regular people. Like, hey, what are we what are we gonna do to fix these real problems? And more than ever, we have to pay attention to something that a lot of us would rather not do. You wanna take your kids to school and do your job and help them pass their spelling bee and not worry about this stuff, mm-hmm. but we need to worry about it. This is not a time to leave important things up and unchecked. So and so when we have an opportunity to highlight somebody that's doing the right thing, it's so rare, so refreshing. refreshing. It is, and we wanna highlight from, from the 23rd District, St. Charles County in Missouri, uh, no matter where where you are, you want to pay attention to this race, this person, and the things that he is saying. Uh, former captain in the Air Force and entrepreneur checks all the boxes because he's also a doer in real life, and he's taking his skills to serve the people that voted for him. And Senator Bill Eigel. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And by the way, uh, to, to your point, uh, when I first uh, would meet people and I tell them, hey, I'm a military veteran, they say, yes, that's great. And then I say, now I'm a state senator in public office. They say, oh, what, what I know it's kind of a, kind of a withdrawal <laughs> a little bit. So I'm on, I'm on the downturn now. Man, it's so me. true. Uh, we're, we're, we're honored to have you. We really are. You're doing great things. We, you know, we've talked about before Thomas Renz. We had him on our show last week, and we actually talked about you when he was on the show, and he had just such great things to say. And I think it's important to highlight people that are doing things right. And we want to talk about, you know, the Missouri GOP war that's going on with the Freedom Caucus. T- tell our listeners, if they're unaware, what is the Freedom Caucus and what's the war that's going on currently? Yeah, so the Missouri Freedom Caucus was formed to do uh, Republican things that are in the GOP platform and to do the big red uh, policy ideas and get them passed that we talk about in campaign season, but never seem to get done. Uh, And there's a real problem in the Republican elected base in Jefferson City because 
You have folks elected to leadership. You see Caleb Rowden there. He's the pro tem in the Missouri Senate. And you can see, according to his voting record, he only actually votes as a Republican uh, about two thirds of the time. Keep in mind that even Democrats vote Republican, you know, 20, 30 percent of the time. So when you have folks that are so centrist and so left leaning that a lot of the big things that we want to get done, cutting taxes, getting the budget under control, uh, doing the, the the big that, you know, the, the things that are leading this country, they, they never seem to occur. And, and, I, and I've been traveling uh, Missouri for the past 16 months now, visiting with tens of thousands of folks that are as frustrated uh, as I am, as you are, that these big red things never get done in Missouri. And we're always turning our TVs on and hearing about other big red states doing that. You know, we're hearing about Florida and we're hearing about Texas. We're hearing about Tennessee. Well, those states are great, but we actually send more Republicans uh, down to Jefferson City than any of those states. So the Freedom Caucus was designed to really make uh, the status quo and our leadership team uncomfortable by being bold about pushing these ideas. And uh, they've, we've made them so uncomfortable and so uh, angry that they, they're stripping us of our chairmanships. They're taking away our parking spaces. <laughs> they're threatening to take the furniture out of our offices. Yeah. Uh, and that, this is an attempt to silence us. It's just not going to work. Well, and I liked it that you pushed back the things that people like about President Trump um, yeah. and that and that that has endeared him to people across mm-hmm. the board, people that have never even voted Republican. Some of them have never even voted, but they're like, oh, I would have done that. Right. I would have said that. Mm-hmm. You you took a picture. I think I think our producer had it on the, the, the screen there a second ago. They come out at you with these childish things that you would see in like a like a high school I don't know, Mean Girls yeah. episode or something like that. Of and, and like, and so you come back with a picture of your chair and you're like, hey, I don't know, I'm going to paraphrase here, but hey, suck up, it's right here, come take it. Come you're like, take like, it. I didn't come here for this chair. There's 57,988 people in St. Charles County and District 23 that voted for you and you're there working for them. And you're like, I'm here to focus on on what they want, not your chair, not your parking spot. I think that response, your stock, your stock for me went like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, uh, you bring up Donald Trump and that's a really good example. You know, what's happening to Donald Trump at the national level is the left and the media are trying to silence him. They're trying to kick him off the ballot. They're trying to charge him with crimes uh, that are completely false charges. Well, our leadership here in Missouri, our Republican leadership, they're doing that to us. They're trying to silence our voices. They're trying to get us expelled from the chamber. So we're going to continue to fight back on that. We're not going to be silenced. They're not going to bow us uh, and we're going to be bold about it. So uh, they, you know, it's uh, they can come take our, our furniture, but yeah. they uh, they can't take our mindset for liberty. I yes. love it. Let's you can take the- my life, but you never take my freedom. Exactly. You know, on a smaller freedom. on a smaller scale. Yeah. You know, people relate to that Braveheart quote. They do. They do. Your favorite movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's the greatest love story of all time. Yeah. And every leadership principle you need it. <laughs> you only need to watch Braveheart. It's like there's only one movie. It's got something for the whole family. There you go. Uh, it's there you it's go. amazing. Let's talk about because we've we've uh, shared this quite a few times on this platform about Bill HB eleven sixty nine, which was the informed choice bill that didn't go through, which was basically just tell us what you are putting in our food. We're not saying you can't do it. Just tell us what you are putting in our food. And in Missouri, you would think that would have gone through with no problem, but it didn't. Yeah. Now it looks like it's back in, but you know, as far as you can vote again, but, but what was the deal with that? Yeah. So great bill 1169 filed by representative Holly Jones over in the house of representatives last year. Uh, I've actually offered to be the sponsor over in the Senate side this year. Uh, this was going to be a bill that says, Hey, if you're putting genetic uh, DNA altering material in our food supply, let us know and, and put it on the package and we'll decide we're not even telling you, you can't put it in there. We're just, we'll just, we're just want to decide for ourselves. Let us know that it's in there and we'll make the decision. 
Uh, and that couldn't make it through because there were a bunch of powerful special interests, the Missouri Cattle Ranchers Association, the Missouri Soybean Association, uh, the Farm Bureau, all were pushing back because they were afraid that it was going to slow down the sales from big ag uh, trying to push this DNA modified food onto the population. So it yeah. died in committee, didn't get anywhere. And you would think, you know, a Republican Party that stands for freedom and liberty uh, should be more interested in protecting uh, the choice, the individual choice of citizens of this state. So we're going to go out again. But, you know, we have an uphill climb here because the status quo, you know, I often say that the biggest thing that we have to fight is actually not even necessarily in Missouri, Republican versus Democrat, because there are so few Democrats left in Jefferson City. It's a status quo that rewards Republicans or those in the majority in Jefferson City for looking out for big special interests like the big agricultural groups uh, that are not about protecting individual Missouri farmers. They're right. protecting big corporate interests. So we're going to continue to push back on that as well and try to get that through the system. But uh, we need a reckoning here in Jefferson City. That's really been my message for the past two years. You know, and, and that's what I think frustrates people, because mm -hmm. when you have a state and I think this is why, you know, this is a, a, a national platform here with our podcast and i don't care if you're in oregon or california or new york wherever it, it it is relevant mm -hmm. because if a state like missouri cannot come together to move forward the interests of the people of missouri um on something as simple as that i bring up that bill and i'm glad stacy mentioned it because it's it's as common sense as anybody could possibly get i use the example a lot when we reference it if you're at a restaurant and and you ask the waiter please tell me if the chef is spitting in my food I'm not yeah. saying he, he needs to stop spitting in my food, just but just let me know. do me a solid and just tell me, uh, yeah. our elected officials, when we have a solid majority from top to, I mean, from governor to dog catcher, we have all Republicans mm -hmm. in, in, in Jeff city for them. I mean, primarily, um, we can't pass something like that. So when you talk about bigger issues, things that even affect us, you know, uh, directly when you're talking about, you know, immigration and the schools and, and the kind of books in our kids' mm -hmm. libraries, when you talk about these things, if we can't do it on something as simple as, as at least put on the label, if, if, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're messing with the meat, like at least tell us, mm -hmm. at, least, at least treat us like, like we deserve to know if we can't agree on that, we're in trouble on bigger topics. Mm -hmm. And and that's why we need someone like your, yourself in there because you call these out. I want to highlight one thing real quick on this. Politicians are very good at the chicken dinners and Republicans specifically. They know the talking points. We're, I'm, well, I'm pro life and I'm this. And, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, somewhat you listen to any of them. I mean, we could we just go on, you know, with, with Langsford and all kinds of people in different states that are, that are, that are not operating in people's best interest, but they're good at, at coming to the church and doing the, the talking point, but, but then their actual job is kind of done in private. You guys have a YouTube channel that I've encouraged people in the state of Missouri to take a look at um, where you come out and you do press conferences. You had one the other day, Caleb Rowden came out and talked and he's got, there's, there's boards and things mm -hmm. behind him and charge size. Then the freedom caucus comes out and each one of you come out and you're very clear about what's happening behind closed doors. But here's the deal. There's like a thousand views on this. There's like 300 views on some of these. People don't know what you guys are doing for your job. No other employees in this world operate in autonomy from their bosses. And when it comes to politics, I'm the boss. Stacy's the boss. You know, mm -hmm. who the people that voted for you are the boss. And yeah. I, I don't know how to fix that necessarily, but we need 
a, a way to see what's happening behind closed doors. And at least you guys are taking the risk of coming forward and you're, you're explaining in very clear detail, this is what's happening behind closed doors. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you want people to see the report card. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, uh, there, the good news here is that because of all the frustration uh, that's out there, not just at the state level, but at the national level, we see we are seeing more people getting engaged in the political conversation than ever before. And people get engaged because in the political conversation because of what they perceive as wrong with it. So we have a real opportunity here right now in this difficult environment to reach more folks who are getting engaged and really are trying to find out what's going on uh, and have these resources available for them so that they can be educated about what's really going on down in Jefferson City. You know what? I, I, let me let me stop here real quick. And what I always because I think when folks first get in, involved in that conversation. Uh, they don't know where to go. They don't know how to research it. And they don't even know, you know, who else is fighting right now. So the mm-hmm. first thing is, I, as I've been traveling the state, that I always want to make sure to anybody out there that is uh, frustrated about the way your state or your country is going right now and all the things that are going on. The first thing I want you to hear from me right now is that you're not alone. All right. It, that is very important to get that out there. There are millions of Missourians uh, here in the show me state. There are tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of Americans that are as angry and as frustrated as you. 2024 is going to be a year where they show up like they've never shown up before to take to deliver a shock to what we informally call the swamp that the swamp can't even imagine right now. The swamp is desperate to tell us that it can't be changed. It can't it's, it can't be fought against and that we're better, better off sitting down and be being quiet instead of being bold and loud like the Freedom Caucus is mm-hmm. in Missouri and in other states, by the way. Uh, and And you don't have to be afraid of that. Because you're going to hear that. You're going to hear that from the media. You're going to hear that from the left. You're going to hear that from the soft left-leaning Republicans that are telling you, you need to be afraid. You can't change the system. None of that is true. Don't be afraid. You know, one of my favorite passages in the Bible is Joshua chapter one, verse eight. Have I not commanded thee? Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you shall go. And, and I think that that message that you're not alone and you don't have to be afraid of all of these bad actors in our state and our national capital who are telling us that we can't get to that better version of America or Missouri, that we can't close the border, that we can't lower the tax burden, that we can't protect our children or our families, that we just have to accept all these bad things. None of that is true. And if the, the only weapon that the swamp has against us, guys, is, is their desperate hope that we're going to buy into this idea that we have to be afraid and we can't be bold. Well, I'm here to tell you, the folks I'm meeting in Missouri, they're not going for that whatsoever. In 2024 is a year, I think, that is going to be a, a marker in this country at the national and hopefully in a lot of the state level politics we're seeing around the country. Man, that's very encouraging. Man. That is very and you're encouraging. You're seeing man, El Salvador, you see their, their election yep. results? Last night, Argentina, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mila even went into, you know, the, the World Economic Forum and, 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 and spoke truth. Mm-hmm. It, this isn't an election year in, a, in just in America. This is a global, yep. I think, going to be a global referendum on on these uh, self-proclaimed ruling ruling class. It's There's yeah. like 40, I don't know how many nations, over 40 nations are having elections this year. Mm-hmm. And so there is a turmoil, a grinding below the surface. Um, yeah. That is going to mm-hmm. change things everywhere. And I think there's going to be those in power that are going to try to stop that. But the voices right. of the people are uniting. They're realizing like, it's not man, woman, and black, white. Yes. It's, it, it's, it's basically these, these uh, elected officials that empower the unelected officials mm-hmm. uh, that are making all of our lives miserable. And, and there is a upheaval globally. 
because mm-hmm. of that. And I think you're the face of it here in Missouri and, and more people are going to hear your name and, and, and rally behind that. Cause we all want that same thing. Yeah. I, I have, uh, I have been traveling. I think, I think I've put 50,000 miles on my truck just in the past uh, 12 months uh, driving all over the state. And I, you know, I take comfort in the fact uh, everyone should take comfort and strength in the fact that you are not alone. And, and I can't, I just, I cannot stress that enough. You're not mm-hmm. alone. And by the way, one of the things I always love, I hear this every election cycle, right? 2020, 2022, 2016. You always hear politicians talk about how this is the most important election ever, right? We hear that all the time. Yep. This is the most important election. And no matter what happens in this one, guess what? The next election, that's going to be the most important too. <laughs> and, and I hear that from a lot of politicians. And what I, I always chuckle when I hear that because there's, there's an element of truth to that. But most politicians that are saying it don't understand it. The reason that every election successively is the most important election is because with every two years that goes by, government gets bigger. Government gets further into your life, takes more of your liberties, takes more of, of yeah. your treasure, uh, makes more of decisions for you uh, and, and, and on and on. And so every election is an opportunity to push back on that. So uh, this is going to be the most important election, but this is also an election where we have more patriots that are finding their voice, maybe ever in the, in the Mm -hmm. American history. And I think that's a fantastic thing. I'm not afraid because I know God's got a plan for everything. Uh, No doubt about it. You know, it was, it was pretty exciting over the weekend to see 14 governors that joined um, governor Abbott in Eagle Pass (laughs) on the border. Uh, what do you see for that in the future? You know, obviously it's a major issue right now. It's a hot button for many Americans. What's your thought on that? So I, I think that any public support that can be lent to uh, what's going on down in Texas and the other border states uh, is a good thing. I'm happy to see governors go down there. My governor, Mike Parson, went down there. And I, I would say that I wish uh, that Mike Parson would uh, not only show up for the photo op down there, I wish he would support some of the legislation that we have uh, here in the state of Missouri that I've filed that I would actually try to address this problem. I've actually filed legislation uh, that would make it a state level crime to be in the state illegally and empower our law enforcement and our National Guard uh, to deport individuals who are here illegally and punish them if they come into the state. It would also, uh, you know, what we can do, what every governor can do, what I'm going to do on my first day as being governor of the state is we're going to triple the highway patrol presence uh, leading into and out of on the highways leading into and out of our two urban areas, Kansas City and St. Louis. And we're going to actually start arresting people, not just folks that are here illegally, but folks that are part of the fentanyl trade, folks that are folks that are part of the human trafficking Mm -hmm. trade that are using our urban areas as gateways to the rest of the state and gateways to crime. Uh, we've had, unfortunately, here in Missouri, uh, you know, Mike Parson has been very soft on Kansas City and St. Louis. And we've seen those two areas continue to decline uh, and continue mm-hmm. to lead the nation in all the wrong metrics, uh, violent crime, uh, pr- uh, criminals not being prosecuted or put into jail. We've got to put a stop to that. And uh, there is no way that we should be allowing in a red state like Missouri, these uh, these urban liberals that are in charge of St. Louis City and and Kansas City to get away with this. So, you know, Joe Biden, you know, I like that, you know, when we had Donald Trump as president, uh, we had a safe and secure board. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden has come, he has flung the border open, and we're seeing the deadly consequences of that every single day. Uh, coincidentally, that's why I've endorsed Joe or Donald J. Trump uh, for president of the United States, uh, because I think he's going to close the border and we're going to start restoring our state and national sovereignty uh, as it relates to our border policy. Well, and the the answer seems to be uh, from those in charge in every major city. Hey, they all recognize there's a problem, mm-hmm. uh, but the answer is different. Uh, the the left and many Republicans, their only answer is 
we just need more money. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way if, 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 you know, if you knew somebody had a gambling problem and some bookie was going to come break his fingers, he'd be like, I wouldn't have this problem if my parents gave me some more money than I could pay this debt. Like that's right. not the solution to somebody the with a gambling gam- is the problem. The gambling is a problem, not right. the lack of money from his parents, you know, and yes. that, that, that idea, we got to mm-hmm. solve the problem and we can solve it for free because, you know, uh, three years ago it was solved. Mm-hmm. And and it, it doesn't cost anything. There were 75 executive orders undoing Trump's policies mm-hmm. that made this problem. So what they're looking at, it appears to me, to, tell me if I'm oversimplifying this, but they're not wanting to stop the flow. They're just simply wanting to help increase funding for Ukraine and increase funding to make it more a comfortable landing spot for uh, immigrants coming across the border, regardless of yeah. nation of origin. Is that, am I oversimplifying this? No, you're not oversimplifying it at all. Uh, and let me, th- you guys have a national audience. So I'll say this, whether you're in Missouri or you're anywhere in these United States, uh, none of the problems we face as a nation or a state have anything to do with government not getting enough of your cash. Nothing, nothing. There's nothing going on in our country that is a result of you and I not sending more of our money, uh, enough of our money to our state, our local or our national capitals. That, 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 the, the idea that more money in government leads to better outcomes is something that I think most every person instinctually understands. And yet we have politicians at every level saying that somehow, miraculously, uh, more money, whether it's border policy, whether it's Ukraine policy, that it's going to suddenly lead to better world and national outcomes. None of that's true. The rea- and, and none of that, uh, that idea is, is, is exactly not what our country was founded on. Uh, our country was founded on the idea of the strength of the American family, the individual liberty, uh, could build strong communities and demand efficient government, not the other way around. So uh, our border policy, which is now undermining the, the underpinnings of our, our society, are allowing such chaos at the border and criminal activity within our states that we actually have Joe Biden right now, who is actually using our own tax dollars against us by having federal agents and federal uh, authorities assist in the traffic coming over the border. So we are being betrayed. I mean, I've made this case before. If anybody ought to be thrown off the ballot uh, for betraying uh, the republic, it ought to be Joe Biden and yes. not Donald Trump. So. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of reason for folks to be very frustrated, very angry. And that's why the trust level, and you guys mentioned this at the beginning of the show, the trust level between elected officials and those they represent has never been lower. I mean, who can blame them after all, after what's happened in the COVID environment, the 2020 election, uh, the Bidenomics that have taken uh, place, the sequence of foreign policy disasters pushed on us by Joe Biden and left. Who can blame the people for being frustrated and even more hesitant about government? So you know what the solution? The solution is not to increase money going to government. The solution is to make the government smaller, take away yes. some of the power that we've given to government and restore us to the Republican, uh, the Republic that uh, was the foundation of why we became mm-hmm. a world power in the first place. Amen. So Flyover well, family, go to BillEigel.com. It's E-I-G-E-L.com. Bill is running for governor of Missouri. It's exciting. Um, so you can kind of follow from there. You can donate on this page as yes. well. Um, what would you like to highlight before we let you go, Bill? And, and, and to follow him on, on X as well. Yeah. Uh, well, that would be a for sure move. What would be your big highlight that you want to make sure people catch when they come to your page? Uh, I, I want them to know, and this is, I've been hitting this message over and over. I said it earlier. If you're frustrated, if you're angry about the status quo that's 
holding back our state capital, our national capital, you are not alone. There's millions of people in this state just like you. You don't have to be afraid. We're going to start implementing all the big red policy ideas. And by the way, the Missouri I'm thinking of one day, the, the other big red state governors like Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott, they're going to wake up one day and turn their TVs on and they're going to see Missouri leading these United States. They're going to say, how can we be more like the show me state? That's the future I'm talking about. I love well, it. I'm, I am all for that. Yep. Um, we've, we've asked literally every person and every level at, that has any connection with Missouri politics. And, and I'll just say, you are the real deal. I trust mm-hmm. you by who I trust that likes you. I also trust you by who doesn't like you mm-hmm. and who has given you resistance. And that sometimes means more than the ones that are that are for you. And uh, I'd say we're, we're praying for you. We're praying for the state of Missouri. We're praying for our, our world because mm-hmm. we need answers. And uh, you've done those things in private. I know you're taking them into your, your public service as well. So I thank you for that. Flyover family, this is a great place. You want to donate five bucks, something, anything to kind of help because you it, it's important to align uh, your actions with your words. So they actually have meaning that helps your fear dissipate. He quoted Joshua chapter one. We're commanded to be mm-hmm. uh, brave. Courageous. We're commanded to be courageous. It's not a suggestion. We're commanded to be brave and courageous. And when you back up your, your uh, words, with an action, it means something. Mm-hmm. So forward this episode to somebody you know that's in the state of Missouri. Forward uh, his links. Fo- follow him on Twitter. Give support. Comment in the sections down below when when he when he posts something on YouTube when he posts something on on X because this is one of the good guys that we can really get behind. It'll make a difference. Uh, Senator Eigel, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for uh, all that you're doing. It's not unnoticed. All right, Flyver family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacy. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So let's look inside. I got some my pillow uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, dog bed. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and flip it up for you. Come on, buddy. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to mypillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER to save up to 66% off. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com.